Flanders zone sounds like somewhere in Belgium. Isn't this this is the Flanders zone? Not wrong. There are no drugs allowed in the Flanders zone. Here we speak only Flemish. choose halo infinite in the game pass app it gives you an edition choice and the first edition is just halo infinite and it's included install with game pass or buy for free if you click halo infinite parentheses campaign you can pre-install with game pass or pre-order for 60 dollars, and then you can't go back to the other edition (laughs) you have to go navigate back to it from the main menu hmm Here's a pro tip. You can get it in Steam for free and the campaign also $60. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still <laughs> the, have game the DLC Pass. management system there makes sense to me and I know how to use it. Oh, yeah. There's there's no good DLC management in the world. We're just going to try and get I got lots of stuff on this list. We'll get as far as we get. I'm just going to ram us through it. I don't know that I'll be ramming us through it physically, however, because the uh the uh, what is that word eponymous gamer eponymous eponymous eponym eponym mouse you know this yeah. is one of those words i don't think i've ever said eponym out loud. mouse eponym yes i got i put the o and the i in the wrong spot there there's no i in that I, word there's no i in it it's a y oh there's a y that's right anonymous right like anonymous exactly i sound like a dumb person Aren't you the English major of this group? Yeah, what the heck? Hold on. The two engineers are correcting the English major's spelling. <laughs> you know? It must be Monday when. Uh, I blame it on my back. <laughs> Eponymous. Gamer has beens. We were gamers. Uh, I, I, I embody that, that image today. As I sit here with a heat pad on my spine. Uh-oh. Oh, you God. guys? You broke after 285 episodes? 285 episodes was it. Uh, I did... My back was tight. And someone ex- suggested I do an inversion table. Have you ever done an inversion table? Haven't done one, but I've seen them. I know what I you're talking about. I don't know what that is, and I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... I don't know, one of those Aristotle era people. It wasn't Aristotle, but it was one of those Greek dudes, uh, you know, used to hang by his feet to stretch out his spine. And since then, uh, it, you know, traction and other things like that have existed uh, forever. And an inversion table basically is the thing that helps you hang upside down uh, to stretch out your spine. My, fi- my spine feels a lot better. However, uh, due to relocating parts of my spine that were probably in, in danger of being permanently injured for whatever reason, uh, I have now thrown my hips and lower back out of alignment. So, heat pad. Hmm. Ouch. Uh, the, as, the realigning of your spine disaligned other portions. <laughs> <that has laughs> you know, settled in an awkward 
balance. As as you get older, uh, not only do you learn to deal with things and just move on, but your body does the same thing without you knowing it, you know, until it just can't deal with it anymore. Uh, And then when you try to fix one thing, the cascade of things that had accommodated the problem are like, wait a minute, but what about me? I need attention. (laughs) This is relatable. It is relatable uh, as you sit there with, I assume, ice packs on your feet, JJ? Uh, No, but also (laughs) I do. I have been standing a decent amount for the last couple years, so it wasn't like I was new to being hard on my feet. Uh, but I bought a pair of boots, um, Iron Rangers, uh, Red Wings for people who are out there trying to figure out what they are and what they look like. Did you, uh, they're expensive, man. That's what yeah. Did you do this because of that, that thing? No, no. Okay. I had been considering buying a pair of boots for my trip back East for a while because number one, I needed something that is more, more durable and solid than the tennis shoes that I wear all the time. Not that these are like some kind of paragon of waterproofness or like, you know, able to withstand any condition, but they're certainly going to be warmer than tennis shoes. And especially tennis shoes that I wear, which are like, you know, almost running shoes in a lot of instances. Uh, And they're definitely more durable and they have like tread on the bottom, which most of my tennis shoes don't anymore. (laughs) So. Uh. Uh, yeah, so I bought these and, uh, you know, they're leather boots and, uh, Hey, it turns out breaking in leather is a thing. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I wore them today to work. Uh, I wouldn't say my feet hurt, but they felt better. (laughs) Hmm. We're not all the way to like pain right now, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, but I am definitely like, my feet are going to be sore. And I'm not wearing them tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let the boots win. You have to wear them every day until you break them. I, I'm going to be wearing them again this week. I'm just not doing it tomorrow. Not oh, tomorrow. Yeah, let the boots win. They're gonna. They're gonna, gonna take that victory. Recover, they're gonna come gonna go back. back to them. They're gonna come back with a vengeance. I. It wasn't uncomfortable wearing them. <laughs> I, people say it's like, oh, you could. They, they're really hard to move in, and like your feet are gonna feel all like. No, I didn't feel that. I felt pretty decent oh maybe it's like climbing shoes and you should have bought two sizes down so they tell you that most of the time they recommend you buy a size down yep. i went to those i went to the store and they like 3d scanned my foot which is cool but not useful in any other aspect like okay cool i got a 3d scan of my foot <laughs> here's your 3d <laughs> scan of your foot me. and these exact shoes off the shelf that are not customized in any way <laughs> right basically yeah yeah but like you know, it does a measurement of the size, right? And they're like, okay, so you know, you're about like an you know an eleven and a half or whatever. And we typically recommend people come down at least a full size or maybe a size and a half, right? So right. I tried, I tried a ten and a half, and he's like, we could try an eleven or we could try a ten. And so I was like, all right, well, let's do the ten and a half first. And they felt good, like snug, but not like, you know, like feet crunchingly tight. <laughs> Uh, and then I went up to the 11 and like my foot was flopping around, like just not even in there at all. It didn't feel like, yeah, you don't want that. And then I went down to the 10 and it was like, I had trouble getting my heel into the back. Oh my. (laughs) And it was like, well, a 10 and a half it is, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. And so, you know, I've been wearing them. I wore them around the house uh, a little bit this weekend. And then, like I said, all day to work today. Um, 
Obviously, I'm not wearing them right now, though. You know, that's probably so, yeah. good. I don't wear my shoes inside. Does anybody wear yeah. their shoes inside? No. Seems so. Silly. You know, I I like them. Uh, I I reserve the right to say that I hate them in a few days if my feet are really killing me. I but. think you're I think you're disallowed considering the price. But I actually thought you bought them because it reminded me of the thing that we didn't really discuss in uh, the Tim. The Tim, the as a, as his friends don't call him the Timmy Rogers, uh, yes, video. So uh, I looked at those boots, but yeah. I just I don't think I like how they look as much as these ones. I think I like these ones. I better. like yours a lot. I have to say, I stared at that website for a while, and I was like, ugh, I gotta wait. <laughs> yeah, but he he made that point, and we didn't really talk about it. That he was like, a better things are often older things because they're better built, right? And uh, I think he's trying to connect that to video games in a way where, like, newer newer games don't f- stitch the seams the same way, you know, as your your boots are stitched. Right. Uh, you know, these <laughs> are these are part of the heritage line. Therefore, mm-hmm. they're all made in America with construction techniques that have been used for fifty years or yeah. longer, or, or you know that kind of stuff. So a thing like that, even though it's new and may have changed slightly, is still truer to its like original nature than let's say, you know, a pair of Amazon boots or something. Where yep, yeah, that's cool. Um, that was fun. Uh, I need I need to know that I did the right thing. So maybe. It's time for some component class here. We do love components. Well, I have a list for you guys. A finalized list. A complete list of parts that are sitting in my office. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm not ready. I lost the web page. I accidentally hit backspace. Why did I do that? RIP to the list. It's gone forever. (laughs) I saved it on purpose in case this happened. Um, so last week I told you I did not know what to do about the motherboard. Uh, and, you know, every inch of research about motherboards, uh, especially with AMD, comes to more questions um, of compromises, etc. So I kind of got tired of trying to compromise at the point that I had a 12 motherboard spreadsheet made in Excel with every price from $140 to $450 represented, basically. Uh, I stared I'm at the... nodding li- my head sagely. <laughs> <laughs> You've also done this? I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it literally comes down to like, okay, well how many fan headers are on that board versus this board and how many uh does this board have a port for running a front USB C cuz many do literally not literally everything is a compromise none of the boards have everything like none. there just isn't one that's like this one has every single thing there it just doesn't exist yeah it does not exist and even if you get into the X series boards which have more uh, then you run the compromise in some places of having to run a fan. It's um, it was quite a bit. I I don't know. I gotta go through all twelve boards that I looked at, but um, I did settle on an X series board, the X five seven zero S, uh, 
for silent because it doesn't have a fan. Uh, Aorus Master. Okay. Which is a gigabyte board. Which is mu- it's more money than I've ever spent on a motherboard. Like, by a good amount. I feel like I've heard of this one used in several benchmarking videos and stuff like that, which means it's either very popular or very well marketed, and I don't know which. <laughs> it seemed like the Gigabyte boards have been getting a lot of good reviews uh, when it came to stability of memory overclocking. And... uh I don't know. I've only ever built an Intel PC. Have you guys ever... You Neither of you have ever built an AMD before either, right? No, I have not. I have built one AMD before. Before Ryzen or after? Uh, this was with Ryzen. Oh, okay. Uh, the benchmarks about RAM speed are quite illuminating as to the architecture of AMD versus Intel. Have you? I don't know if you, either of you have looked into this. I've looked at some of that stuff. I will say the computer I built was not intended for any kind of overclocking. It was just like, let's get a computer that works kind of a thing. Yeah. So, but, uh, apparently the, the speed and latency of the, of the Ram matters. I mean, nominally, right? Like if you're really not into overclocking, are you going to know the difference? No, but like many frames are, are gained by getting the Ram up to 3,600 Cas 14. Certainly the 3600 part. I don't know how much the Cas matters as long as you're at 3600, right? It's going to be like that 2% right, yes. based on Cas beyond that. And like, am I going to notice the difference between 105 frames no. and 111? No, you're not. But uh, the, when I saw, and I would like to point out that Gamers Nexus is a very good resource. A lot of their benchmarks and uh, Timmy's hardware <laughs> uh, benchmarks. Praise be to Steve and his uh, wonderful videos. I bow, I bow in the presence of his team. Uh, you can support them on Patreon, by the way. They're a, they're funded that way. I, folks I think it might be that. worthwhile. Oh, cool. Honestly, yeah. Um, they also sell stuff like shirts and toolkits and all sorts of things. A surprising amount of interesting stuff they sell on their website. If you've yeah. never been on there, they have like. Yeah, different stuff. Yeah, not a, not an ad. Uh, genuine respect. Anyway, uh, yeah, it seemed like it was really important. So uh, here you go. You ready? Yes. CPU is the 5900X because I wanted to be able to edit better. I want to do more uh, edit work with this, which I'll get back to in a minute. Uh, and to cool it, I got the Kraken Z63. Which is a water two two eighty millimeter uh, AIO water situation, not water, but you know what I mean. Uh, Gigabyte X five seventy S Master T Force Extreme thirty six hundred CL fourteen uh, sixty four gigabytes total with four sticks. Mm. Yeah, I didn't go with two sticks. I think I'm gonna chance the four sticks. I think you'll be fine. You bought a kit that's four sticks, right? Yeah. So you should probably have, you'll probably have no trouble, and I don't think the difference between two and four is going to be big enough to cause you complaints at the speed you're running. Yeah, isn't the issue when you start mixing and matching like you have two different kits? 
So that certainly is an issue, right? You can, in theory, there's some world out there where like, yes, you can mix and match and still get away with it and have everything work out for you, but it's, it's date, there be dragons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't sail not that way, young man. Uh, <laughs> and if you buy a kit that's four, four sets, four sticks of the same thing, you're pretty likely to not have issues. The concern, or I don't know if it's even a concern, the the thing that exists is like, is two sticks in a dual rank going to be better than doing the four sticks in the quad, right? And like, eh, it's probably so minor that like you would, like Andrew overclocking to get like better timings and stuff is going to do way more benefit than changing two to four would even ever do, I probably. Yeah, um, it's going to be a massive thing. Uh, this upgrade. I went with a Samsung 980 Pro 2 terabyte, which is a Gen 4 NVMe. Uh, and I'll talk about that in a second. Big boy. It's a big. It's a big. It's the biggest boy. I mean, I guess it's it's oh the, depending on what size NVMe you got, it's not a very big boy no, at all. Two, it's very small. Uh, 2280. Yeah. yeah, not the biggest. Yeah. The large. Not the longest boy, but the fattest. A, yes. Uh. Those are just unbelievable. It is still mind-boggling to me how small those NVMEs are. They are really just barely there. Those things are so small. Yeah, they're they're pretty tiny. Uh, the board could fit a twenty-two one hundred, but I just went for a twenty-two eighty. Yeah, get what's available. Yeah, I don't think Samsung makes a twenty-two one hundred, and uh, you know whatever. Call me a fanboy or whatever. Uh, I've had a good stability story with those drives. You know, some people will tell you you'll get better, um, performance. Well, I don't know that you can get better performance than a 980 pro, but, uh, you can get cheaper, similar performance to a 980 pro. And I just don't want to do it. I I like the stability. The software is really good. I'm just going to go with what I know on that one. My current hard drive is a 2.5 inch Samsung nine. 860 860 or one of those 860 whatever yeah. are yeah and it's been rock solid yeah. really good yeah and this is you know older style so the nvme has to be even more crazy yep yeah mine's even older i've got an 850 evo those are great drives so they'll last until they, they oh yeah until you're out of rights they will work perfectly I'm, I'm pretty sure the difference between like the 860 and the 850 is like 100 read and write megabits or something like they're not even that much older or different for me yeah eventually you're going to run into the sata controller right issue right like the drive can go faster if you wanted it to but it can only do six gigabits per second and if you're copying a ten thousand megabyte file from one drive to the other drive you're going to be sad no matter what (laughs) and i don't think you're going to see sata faster than six gigabits at this point it just kind of doesn't matter anymore it seems like the thing that they're going towards is not faster SATA ports, Bigger. but it is external M2 connectors. External M2s are a big thing, and um, Gen 2 USB-Cs are really fast. What is it, U.2 connectors? I think that's the connection. Yeah, they're like a Thunderbolt, anyway, the... but bigger, right? Yeah, it's a weird-looking port. Anyway, I'd never seen one until recently, and they're just like... I don't... That you look at the things that are out there for those, and it's like, right, this will be good for someone else eventually, but not me now, based on hmm. these prices. Yeah, no. Uh, Gigabyte RTX 3080 Ti Gaming OC Edition. That's the one we Word were able on the to... street. It, 
get from Newegg. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just say that's the only one that we were able to get from Newegg. So that's the one that came out of the lottery, and that's the one that's going in the computer. <laughs> yep. I didn't didn't have a choice on, on that one. Is, NVIDIA is probably going to be doing super versions of their 30X series. Saw that. Cards. Oh, was that yeah. news? I had not seen Including that yet. Yeah. Yeah. What but, what's the news on that uh, one? They might be doing super versions of the cards with more stuff. Okay. W- wonderful. Are there going to be more cards? Because then that would be nice. That's not how it works, man. They just release new ones <laughs> that you also can't get. Corsair RMX 850 watt 80 plus gold. Is this the 2018 version or 2021 version? 2018. The better reviewed version. Hmm. Hmm. I also bought that. Ah, good, good. You're going to like it. I have an RMX 550 currently, um, which just would not supply enough power for a 3080 and a Ryzen 5900X. Just wouldn't do it. Um, stuff all that in a Fractal Meshify 2 Compact. Did you measure the video card? It should fit. You say the word compact and it scares me. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think compact means uh, I'm going to have very tight clearance for the water cooler if I want to put it on the top and not the front. Okay. Maybe not enough, basically. Um, it should fit. Everything should fit. Uh, we'll see. I'll report back. 3080 is pretty big. Pretty big. Yeah, that's the PC. That's what it's going to be. Um, so two things. One, this does not represent my previous <laughs> philosophy, which we espoused on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think I ran into two issues. One, uh, the performance from the thing that we built we when we built this computer together and we're going to get to that in a second i put in a uh 8400 i believe right uh i can i can i can confirm that in one click yeah an i5 8400 is what's in here and it can go up to this this board can go up to an i9 9900 put an i9 9900 against the 5900 which one do you think uh, you would like to have. You know what I mean? I mean, it, the, yeah. the answer's too easy yeah. when they're not that much different in price, especially because of that sale that was found at Micro Center, right? And so it just kind of didn't make sense uh, needing to do more edits and more rendering faster and not getting to the speed that would be available for the same processor price almost, right? Um, So I'm trying it a different way this time. And you can see by buying a Gen 4 980 Pro uh, that I just want to put it together. And then the upgrades will be things like I could probably go with a RTX 40 series card when it comes out or a 50 series and still survive with the rest of it performing really well. And the X570S from Gigabyte, the Aorus Master, 
the reason I went with that one was the board can keep a uh, PCIe Gen 4 X16 graphics card going. At the same time, it can do an X4 capture card, which uh, I hope to acquire as well. At the same time that it can also run three Gen 4 NVMEs. That's a solid set of stuff right there. All right. So the upgrade tree for the thing is more about if I want to add more space to this computer, I can do it at a level that is consummate to the 980 Pro without having to go, okay, well, now I need to get a Gen 3 drive. Well, I don't have, you don't have to, but like, uh, I, I might as well go with a cheaper drive and start, start making those compromises again, right? That I was talking about earlier. So as a person who has dealt with having multiple hard drives in their computer for a very long time, having two hard drives that are different classes of speeds is frustrating. Yes. Having, I currently have a very large spinning disc hard drive on my computer and then the aforementioned uh, 2.5 inch SSD and the SSD is great. It's fast, you know, things are good, but when I have to move files on or off of that hard drive, I can tell the like half a second or a second it takes to spin up. Like, even if you just try to index the drive, like open the, you know, click on whatever the drive letter is in Windows and open it up, you wait a, you wait a tick, and then it lists the files, right? It's, you know, if the folder is really big, it takes a really long time loading all the, all the images or all the movies or whatever is in there, and it just is, like, so slow. <laughs> and so, yeah, I can totally understand, especially if you're moving video files or podcasts or whatever yeah, stuff around. Yeah, moving all those podcasts around all the time. Yep. Uh, the other reason I ended up hitting this board up versus some other boards was the amount of USBs on the back is, I think, 12. I think there's 12. I'm, I'm trying to do it off the top of my head, but I think it's 12 USBs on the back of this thing. The thing that's still shocking to me is how how many boards provide how many different, like, like USBs are getting to the point where they're starting to be put in like a class hierarchy as well. Right? Yeah. It's like these, are the, these are the 3.2 gen two, these are three point, you know, 3.1. These are, you know, poverty status USB 2.0. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, this is your front panel and you have these <laughs> ones available. C <laughs> or not like, and you're just like, you know, this is like, you know what I, I have to like now pr- like prioritize. Oh, my webcam has to plug into this one because I want to be yeah. able to get 60 yep. FPS. I need so to... This one has to plug yep. it over here. And I yep. like, what's the class dude, of this, this speed? Like... What's the class of that? That's what I was talking about earlier where I, I had to. I need like labels on the back plate that say like good ones and trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing I had to do on the inside of the board was like, oh, my Meshify 2 compact comes with a front USB-C. I would really hate for that to just not be functional. Uh, so I need to find a board with that. And then the Kraken needs a USB connection on the motherboard, the USB 2.0 ports, right? That I, Michael discovered on my current board so that I could get more USB ports because I don't have enough. And so when I thought back, I was like, oh, wait, Michael pointed out I don't have enough USB ports on the la- on the computer I'm currently on. So I need to up the USB <laughs> ports. Then JJ said, pick the one with the best sound. Okay, well, I found one with really good sound. Then I said, well, I need to get the USB front thing. And I don't want to make these other compromises. And here's the cards I want to work with. And you eventually get to like, okay, well, what can overclock the memory well? 
and has Bluetooth because maybe I want that now since I'm building such an expensive computer. And then you end up with like two boards that you can buy. Yep. I think the it is important to know that if you want to do Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and that's not on the motherboard, you're at a disadvantage because you're going to have to use a PCIe card. To get good. Yeah, you're going to have to use a PCIe card for those. And if you want to have a capture card also. You can't. Now you're talking about too many yep. PCIe lanes for exactly. Then you run into yeah. then you run into the board starting to shut down lanes in other other PCIe ports, right? So there's technically yep. four Gen four NVMe uh, b- ports on this board, uh, but if I want to run a capture card, I can't run the fourth port, right? Because then you'd be sharing, right. and that's no good. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, this is the within reason not thread ripper level building you know what i mean uh large pc for uh no more compromises is uh is my strategy here we'll see if it pans out and i think the important thing to know is that like you will be you know if for games and stuff you're well over set right you're going to be running 140 fps on max settings for a few years to come here at least and even then after that you can hit 60 locked 60 probably yeah no problem for five more years after that and i'm very happy with my 1440 hopefully i'm I'm very happy with my 1440 144 hertz monitors i don't see myself changing for 4k monitors anytime soon um, yeah, and 4K is the real killer. If you try to go from 1440 or even 1080 yeah. to 14 to 4K, you're going to be. I think hurt. when people start talking about whether or not things can do 8K 60, is when I'll talk. I'll think about upgrading these monitors. You know what I mean? Like when when I, there's like, oh well, the, with this processor and this GPU, you could probably get 8K 60. I'll be like, ah, oh, cool. It's time to upgrade to 4K. <laughs> Yep, because then you can get it for for a deal. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so there you have it. I have made the the list. The parts are arriving or have arrived. Should be here this week, and I plan to take photos for the Instagram as well as maybe shoot a time lapse of putting it together. I know we never put out that video of us constructing this computer, the one that I'm on currently, that we all did together. And, uh, you know, life got in the way of that one. I actually sat down to edit it two times, and I didn't kind of find a good voice for editing it until I think now. Because we kind of did a few things in there that people don't suggest doing, like the orientation of the cooler and some, some ideas of what we would have bought now have changed. And so now that that's happened, I think it actually might be a better video to make now with some, you know, some VO work or something where uh, we could put it together and then say, Hey, you know, our ideas on this have changed. So here's what we did now, you know? Um, So maybe that will get edited on the new computer where the render time won't be days. (laughs) That's vital. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. I was going to suggest we could actually do our uh, our build day. Uh, I can hold off. I mean, it's possible. Well, I mean, we don't we don't all have to build. We can show up and help you build yours and by help I mean JJ and I will stand there and drink beer while you build it. <laughs> it's possible. We'll see. Depends on what his timeline for building it is like. Yeah. I'm pretty busy coming up. Yeah. I mean, the holidays are coming. Holidays. So. Yeah. We also have two other computers that will eventually get built. So this this is a good shot at doing this. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, this time around in person. Uh, you mentioned that I'll be able to play some games. Mm-hmm. Did you see that Halo is out? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are we, are we actually talking about a game? No. We can stop. We can go back okay. to the computers. I'm sorry. Just, just okay. making sure. We can go back. So I, I could go through my list of other boards if we want to do it. <laughs> In case you want the research for when you do it. Oh, man. That was a process. Yeah, it, took me, were... it took me a lot of nights. I've got to tell you, I, I fretted over boards for a long time. And I eventually got to the point where I was like, is saving $50 worth enough of my time to keep searching. I said no, and I bought this board. That was the end of it. Tired of compromising. Wise. No more research and compromise. Just buy it and move on. Uh, yeah, Halo's out, and uh, apparently it's good, and it's available. Halo Infinite multiplayer is on Game Pass for free, and Steam for free, and Xbox for free. I think it's on... As I say, I think it's everywhere for free. Yep. So if you can if you can find a Halo Infinite uh, multiplayer, you just download it and start playing. There is now. stuff for playing it early that you can get. Just FYI, in case you care about stuff. I'm a little overwhelmed, actually. I want to build this PC kind of quickly because uh, I was thinking about placing, playing that Forza game that just came out. I had oh, that you're thought talking also. About- Forza 5 Horizon, yes. Horizon 5. Yes. Forza Horizon 5 just dropped, and it's also free on Game Pass. Uh, not, I shouldn't say free. Available to play if you have a Game Pass subscription that you pay for. Right? Yes. Um, yeah. And it's available for purchase. I haven't played a Forza game since, I think, Forza 3. Maybe for I don't know. Yeah, I think Forza 3. Forza Horizon 3. And this one looks... Oh, did you play the other Horizon games? No, I I think I I only played Forza Horizon three. You mean Forza Motorsport or Forza Horizon? Motorsport would be like it the had, Gran Turismo no, 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 type no, the game one. versus. Okay, so this one was like party festival, drive around, and it wasn't like do I don't think it was like that in Horizon like three, that. but it was definitely off roading and stuff like that. I mean the. Forza Motorsport games have had off-road, uh, tr- like, rally-type okay, tracks. Okay, maybe it was Motorsport. It, do you think the game was, like, very interested in you being very meticulous with, like, tuning your car and, like, letting you set, like, camber and, like, weird kind of stuff like this? Or was it just, like, yo, dog, hit that boost? <laughs> <laughs> um, I played it with a friend. Those are the two types of racing games. Right, out, sure, you know, sure, sure. Like- I played it with a friend on their massive TV. Uh, and there were a lot of cars and we drove around WRX's the whole time. 
that we kept idiosyncratically tuning. Hmm. Okay, and so you could get in there and like adjust horsepower settings and like mess with front to back ratios and stuff like that. No, it was more like selecting parts. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I, know. I didn't play. I'm trying to remember, Forza but Horizon I, I if I look at Forza Three versus Horizon Three, I don't know that I'll be able to tell the difference in the graphics. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, the the cars the car all, all so I mean they're made on the know. same engines on the same generations, right? Uh so they they should look pretty close to the same and production shots that is the only thing you get on Google are going to be all the same. So I'd have to research better. I I I don't know. I can't tell you, but I haven't played a Forza since whatever the third one was, either Motorsport or Horizon. Might have been Motorsport. This Audi box art looks familiar. Say that's 09 for Motorsport 3. Hmm. This this Audi box art looks familiar. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You know? Let's not get hung up on the little things. Let's talk about the big thing. Forza Horizon 3 was 2016. No. Okay. It was not that recent. It must have been Motorsport 3. Okay. So I think... 2009 the, would the be exactly the right uh, era. So... Okay. So the I think the important thing to go with is that Horizon is a way more like arcade focused okay. game. So it's like way closer to Yo Dog hit that boost. Yeah. Than what if you can adjust the camber and toe of each tire individually? I don't want to do that anymore. Okay. So, you know. Uh I also have thought that that game looked cool and would be interested in driving a car real fast and then running into other cars because that's kind of what you do or that's how I drive those <laughs> sure. games anyway. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm, but the, I, I think it's really random. Like they just like out of nowhere, we're like, what if halo today? I think that it had been kind of leaked that what if halo today? And then they juked people by showing a, uh, trailer for the paramount plus halo show that they're doing. <laughs> That's like very good trolling. it was very good trolling <laughs> and then uh they were like yeah that's that's the halo announcement and they're like but what also what ha- what would happen if we went to the halo studio and we talked about halo for a second oh here's the multiplayer beta it's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. what okay sounds good it was their 20th anniversary stream you had to expect something yeah uh for the xbox i should say I believe. Um, yeah. This game looks good. Forza looks good. I'm, I was thinking about maybe dropping game pass because I've had some other thoughts about game pass about whether it's good or not, uh, with the amount that I'm able to play it. But I think if I can play these two games before the end of the year, it kind of pays for itself again. Sure. You know, I, I've run into, I've, I played, uh, Spirit Fair, which we'll talk about another time, and also we've been playing Celeste, and I have you know things come and go off of the Game Pass, and you, I kind of feel like I miss games because I have a huge wish list, and I keep noticing things disappearing off of it. Uh, it's tough. I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do when you uh, aren't able to sit at the computer all the time every day because you're old and you have back pain and you got to get up and go work out. You know what I mean? Maybe the Steam Deck can show up and save me from my problem. <laughs> uh, well, might have to wait a little that. longer on that. No, 
delayed. Oh. Foreseen. Oh well. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the uh, Andrew. I think the important question to ask for you is: Are you going to try and get some rounds of Halo Infinite multiplayer in soon? Yes. Here? Or are you going to wait to build the? PC. I, I want to a. I want to build the PC. I don't know that I'm going to wait very long to build the PC. Uh, I'm excited. It looks cool. I want to build it. I want to make sure all the parts fit rather than waiting until too. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make yeah. sure all the parts work. You know. Um, I may play it on this PC anyway, just to try it out. It's only the beta, so I think you get most of the beta re- exclusive rewards pretty quickly. And then after that, the battle pass, if you buy it, carries over to the release of the game. So no, no stress there. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't need to talk more about games I haven't played. Let's talk about games we have played because we've been talking about components for like three weeks and I think we're about to all go on vacation. And so if we don't talk about games now, when are we going to talk about games? I guess that's yeah. fair. Michael, you've waited the longest. <laughs> <laughs> and I am the most curious about this one. But I dread that you're going to tell me I'm not going to enjoy it. I I see what you did there. Uh, no, you are referring to Metroid Dread for the Switch. Um, no, I don't even remember how long it's been since this came out. Uh, five weeks. Five weeks is when it this, came out. It, look, um, we couldn't talk about it within a month. That would have been too early for us. <laughs> right? We're not we are gamers. No, we were. Yeah. yeah we exactly. were. We had, we are the gaming has-beens. Don't expect us to hit the new stuff. We're just going to talk about it and then talk about it again in five weeks. <laughs> so I I broke one of our usual pieces of advice with this one, and I had pre-ordered a copy. Uh, you know, with the supply shortages, what being what they are in the world, if you really, really want something, maybe it's okay. Yeah. Uh, but this is a this is a great installment in the franchise. It's a sequel, yeah. Um, an actual sequel. Yeah, yes, it's an actual sequel for the first time in twelve years. What is is this technically Metroid Five or Four or Three? What? Uh, no, it's four or five. No, I don't remember. But it's not a sequel to four is it it's not like if it's a five it's not a sequel to four it's like a sequel to a different yes. game no oh, it is okay. there, no, there, so there were there were some remakes in Metroid four yeah okay so it must be i don't know anyway <laughs> yeah um so no it yeah so it picks up right where the story of the last one left off um and you as um interstellar bounty hunter samus iran are tasked with um hunting down the ex parasite that you thought you had destroyed in the previous game um after the uh the 
Galactic Federation, I guess, receives a mysterious video showing that at least one has survived. Uh, so you get sent to a uh, a mysterious planet, and uh, as soon as you arrive, you get attacked and lose consciousness. And in typical Metroid fashion, you wake up to find yourself without any of your abilities. Nice. Uh, Gotta find it. So... Yep. Yeah. So right off the bat, one of the night, one of the fun twists about this one is that instead of starting at your ship and having to explore the planet, you are trying to escape from the planet. You start at the lowest level and your ship is all the way up on the surface and you have to find your way back up to cool. it. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, I think that the so the pacing of this one is is really good. Um, it's only a 10 hour playthrough. Well, 10 hours for um, you is 20 hours for me. me. So, well, but that was, that was with me hundred percent. Oh, too. Wow. Whoa. So it was, it actually, it actually was a little closer to 11 for really? me. Really? Crazy. Yeah. Um, if you're, you know, if you are at all inquisitive, as you are exploring it, you'll find a lot of the power-ups along the That's way. That's my problem with Celeste. I'm too inquisitive. And then I sit going, how do I get through that hallway? I don't know how to get through that hallway. I'm going to beat my head against this for 30 minutes because I can't figure out that I need to go back a room to get in a bubble that can go through this room. Yep. Uh, so I think that that kind of thing only happened to me once where I couldn't figure out where I was supposed to go next. Um, and then once I did figure it out, it, it was kind of obvious. I had just overlooked something, but it does, I think what it does best is stringing out the upgrade sequence for you such that anytime you get an upgrade, you have already been teased with one or several areas in the game that you can't get to without that upgrade. So as soon as you get it, the the light bulb goes off and it's like oh I can go here I can go there and I can do these things, um, and so that that is what really keeps you moving forward with the story. Cool. Uh, it and it also so it also lives up to its name. Um, part of the story is that before they sent you in, the Federation sent in these nine robots called Emmy. Emmys. Uh, I heard about Emmys. Yes. I'm not going to remember what the acronym stands for. E-M-M-I. Are Emmys your friend? Um, so Emmys were originally sent in to, to hunt down the X, um, but contact with them had been lost, which is part of the reason why you get sent in. And pretty soon after arriving, you get attacked by one of oh, them. No. Uh, and it turns out that the, the Emmys have been corrupted and are basically hunting you now. They are not your. I love. I love no. it. So there are, fight the robots. There are big sections. There are big sections of the map called Emmy zones. Oh, um, and they're they're delineated in a different color, and they have they have um, different entry and exit doors. But as soon as you step into one, you're basically in a game of Predator. Um. So each each Emmy has slightly different abilities, but they basically they're sensitive to noise. So the faster you move, the faster it draws it's drawn to you. And then once you are within range of its scanner, 
it will chase you until you can get far enough away to break scanner range or you escape from the emmy zone that's really cool uh, and if it catches you it's it's almost instant game over you can parry its attack but the timing is really difficult uh. I was just going to say, this doesn't sound cool. This sounds terrifying. Uh, it is absolutely I guess terrifying. maybe that's what I mean by leads, cool. It leads to stretches of, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just imagining, like, okay, I got to jump. Oh, no, turn. Okay, roll. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, get down. Oh, no. I hit the edge. Oh, God. Oh, and it, oh, has, and it has this very distinct, like, the music changes, but the Emmys themselves have this very distinct sort of, like, chirping chime. And you hear that sound, and you're just like, oh, Do you know no. they're coming? Um, so they show up as a as a dot on your map when you enter the, the Emmy zone, if they're close enough. Um, but if they're not close enough, you don't know where in the zone they are. Sure. And I think that they're... I think that their position is randomly spawned. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can walk into an Emmy zone and have it be, like, right on top of you. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's yeah. That doesn't well, cool, it's that it's tough because if if the <sighs> Emmy is too close to you when you're standing by one of the the exits, the door seals. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying it every time. Why you do every this to me, man? every time this gets worse? <laughs> I'm gonna be keep saying that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do it as a joke. What do you think I was, about this? I was trying to do it as a joke, and then you said the doors will seal, and I was like, "Oh no, I gotta say this is a joke." <laughs> That's insane. Why would they make it that hard? Yeah. Well, because you have to. You can't. You can't escape while you're being hunted. You have to. You have to lose the tail. Oh man. Um. But one of the coolest things about this game to me, um, and something that that is a huge part of the speedrunning community, especially for Metroid games, is sequence breaks. Oh. Uh, and not just the sequence breaks that people have found, but some of the things that developers hid in the game, knowing that people would break it. Um, so one of my... Uh, one of my one of my favorites that I've seen so far is there is a um, there is a throwback boss from Super Metroid, and the the normal way to beat it if you're playing through the game in sequence is just with your your cannon and missiles, but there is a speed kill that involves you blowing up a bomb block in the corner of the room and then morph balling into a um a morph ball launcher uh, which i think is a new addition for this game but you can't get bombs before this boss in the normal sequence of the game so the developers put this speed kill option in there knowing that people were going to go out of sequence find upgrades that they weren't supposed to be able to get to normally and then come back and beat this boss out of order. That's weird. That's wild. That they I can't believe that. That's like, I think it's, I think it's awesome. Sure. I mean, yeah. Oh no, it's very cool. I just like, that's impressive that they were able to predict that kind of like breakage of their own sequence. Right. And then not go out of their way to fix it. (laughs) Yeah. 
This is cool. Did you feel that 10 hours was the right amount of time, considering the, sounds like, the frustrations with the Emmys? Or did it get to be too yeah. long where you're like, I just can't take this anymore? No, no, no. I, th- I felt like it was a really good length of time. Um, I'm trying to think what else what else stood out about it. Um, I, heard some, I heard some discourse out there that the last boss is really, really hard. Did you feel that or no? Yeah. Yeah, so the last boss definitely took me a while to get down um, the pattern and the counter timing, um, because part of it part of it is that uh, in in line with what they did what they introduced in the last game, um, enemies will flash right before they they rush you, and that's your cue to trigger a counter and then counterattack, and the last boss will juke you out in that he will flash and not attack, and then attack. Huh. What yeah. a jerk. That's like a Dark Souls move right there. Yeah. Huh. So the the timing is, is tough, and there are multiple phases. There are three or four phases. Um... And it's one of those things where all the bosses are this way. You have no indication of how much health they have left. Why um, Why would they do that? The I don't that... understand why they would do that. Why not give you an idea of how much more damage you have to do? It's kind of always been that way. I mean, they're, yeah, but... they're, if you look at Super but... Metroid, there were indicators because they yeah, changed color a little what, bit. Even that, right? Flashing. You know? but, yeah. There's there's a little bit of that, but they do a lot of it in this game. They do by um, by phase changes. Okay. Well, you know, you're a third of the right, way down. So you, do so enough, like... you do enough damage to push the push sure. the next phase, and hmm. um, but some of the cool, some of the tools in this one are really cool. You get a um, you get a grapple beam in this one. Like a um, is that, that like you a, can use to like a grappling hook, basically. Sort of, yeah. Um, but you can use it to do you can use it to do more things than you could in the previous games. Okay, that had I was gonna it. say that's so it's not just not for new then. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just for hanging from blocks from the ceiling, but you can use it. There are doors and boxes that can only be opened and moved respectively with the grapple beam. Do they Oh crazy. So there's there's more you can do. Do they hide it. corridors and stuff behind this these types of things? Um usually yeah, the with the grapple beam, it's more there are shortcuts that can be opened to get either back to areas that you've been blocked off from or to new areas. Um, usually, if something's hidden behind something, it is hidden behind a shine spark block. And some of the puzzles for using your shine spark are pretty intricate because of the the layers that they have added on top of movement tech. So the the shine spark is something that you get once you get the speed boost. And you speed boost lets you run extra fast, you start glowing, and if you crouch, you can save that energy and then basically fire yourself in in any compass direction. Um and the in this game they've added a couple of different things um so you can preserve your momentum 
you can slide while running and then keep running out of it to gain more speed. If you shine, if you spark dash into a slanted surface, you will start running again along that surface and keep your shine spark so that you can then crouch again and launch yourself in a different direction. And you can also launch yourself in both in standing up and in ball form. My head is spinning with the possibilities here. Yeah. So you, if, if I've watched a bunch of videos, of people like doing sequence breaks and things and some of the, you know, absolute minimum distance that you, you have to go to be able to get a shine spark and some of the movement that they do to launch themselves at crazy angles to get into narrow passageways is pretty amazing. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I'm glad that that game was built with the idea. Well, they're probably, they're going to break it anyway. So let's just make it fun. Give them lots of tools to break it. <laughs> and that's what it turned that's into. Cool. Right on. So highly awesome. recommend. That's what I was going to ask. You you knew what I was going to ask. What's the, you said, yeah. we'll, we'll oh, play really? again. 10 hours. Yeah. You could play it again pretty easily. Yeah, exactly. I think it's the sequel to Fusion, is what I have found. Yes. I don't know what number Fusion is, though. So. Three? Three or four. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good to know. Um, JJ. Yes, hello. Did you fear, not dread, did you fear returning to, to, wait, hold on. What is the R in D2R? <laughs> resurrected. Did you fear the second resurrect? No, I don't know. D2 resurrection. Diablo 2. Is it, is it, hey. is it Warcraft 3 or is it not Warcraft 3? Uh, it's Diablo. No, I know, two. but you know what I mean. <laughs> it's no, that I know, game. but but right. we had we mm-hmm. had this before, this idea that we could bring yeah. back a game, beautifuler and betterer than ever before. That people love, like Warcraft Three. Mm-hmm. How did that go? So, yeah, Warcraft Three kind of didn't go yeah. so well. Uh, I, I would say this is quite a okay. bit better than Warcraft 3. I've gotten all the way to hell difficulty. I'm like level 82 or something on a sorceress. Um, out of a maximum of 99, which there's no point in getting to 99. Um, did they rebuild this on the D3 engine? How did how did they build this? This, uh, So I don't know uh, what they did, but this is running Diablo 2 original underneath you can hit a button to flip back to the old graphics kind of oh. thing so this is this plays like diablo 2 it does not play like diablo 3 it has they didn't change anything about the skills they didn't change anything about the way the monsters work how the spawns work nothing there are some like slight differences in ways that like are both helpful and annoying and there are some things that are unclear if they're bugs or new features 
like for instance, there used to be caps on the number of attacks or the speed, uh, the amount of attack speed increase that you could get, uh, and like, or that you would benefit from, right? If you got more than a certain percentage, you're just you stopped getting faster attacks, and that cap appears to have been lifted. Nice. So if you can get 500 percent attack speed, you can get even more attacks. And it, it's like one of those exponential scaling things, right? Where like 100 attack speed is really good. 200 attack speed is like not really much better than 100. And then, you know, like it goes crazy like that. Um, but there are some places where the cap really hurt a class before because it was limited at, you know, whatever the number was, you know, 150. And that when you get to 200, all of a sudden you hit like, oh, you lose a frame or a frame and a half off your attack. And that makes a big difference, right? Right. When you're shooting five arrows a second instead of four arrows a second yeah. that matters <laughs> versus like you know 3.5 arrows to four arrows that's a big change that makes a lot of sense yeah so that kind of stuff is different but it still plays like diablo 2 you know this i'm playing a sorceress um i have like some other characters also that i play every now and then but my sorceress is the easiest and highest leveled uh you cast the big glowy spinny orb of the frost thing and then firewall <laughs> It's like not, hmm. you know, I can get faster cast rates or whatever, but it's not like a big different. Uh, I'm not out here inventing new builds or like making cool new things. This is just like the thing that people do. You know, you teleport around and then you cast the firewall and then you teleport away. Um, But it's still cool. Uh, I have been playing on controller, which I thought would be impossible. Um, the controller works really well. I can't imagine I playing like D2 on a controller. Impressive. I just can't. My brain can't wrap Dude, around it. You, you should You should try it. It's pretty good. Having access to multiple skills at the same time on the face buttons is really, but really But I have helpful. multiple skill access hold, like, on 1, 2, 3, 4 here. Uh, you have to hit one, and then you have to click. That's true. And that... That interface still exists. If you play with mouse and keyboard, it will work like that, and it will switch back and forth between controller UI and non-controller UI. But where I can hit, like, you know, X and square and get two different skills with just those two presses, I would have to hit, you know, two and click and one and click or right-click, you know, whichever way. I wonder what the speed difference is, Not really. That, that, I'm sure people that are good with the keyboard are faster, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not so... <laughs> Here, here I am. This just just a man um, with know, his. I, you would think that like it's just a man and his yeah, controller is, in the rain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you would think that like, oh, you know, maybe the sorting the loot would be a giant pain because the inventory also didn't change, right? You got like some shared stash tabs, but it's not like you have. They they adjusted the loot down though, right? They they took all the trash loot out. Basically, I heard. Oh, okay. No. They were no. thinking about it and didn't do it. Don't know what. Okay. <laughs> you still get all kinds of garbage cool. all the time. But the, you know, the thing that is present is having shared tabs that go between all your characters. So if I find a really sweet helm for a necromancer, like that has like, you know, plus necromancer skills and a bunch of cool abilities, I can just stick it in one of those. And then when I go play my Necromancer later, he gets to the appropriate level. He can just put it on. And, you know, you can also do the same thing where like, oh, I found one of these and then go to, you know, a multiplayer lobby or someplace and say, hey, I have one of these. I'm looking to trade it for the other things. And, you know, that's how all those kinds of 
Diablo games work, right? You just go in and like, I'll offer you two of these runes for one of these or all that kind of stuff. Hmm. So if you want to get really into it, of course you can. I'm just trying to get to the end of hell and then I'm going to call it, call myself like, all right, I'm good. And then just play it when I'm bored. It is one of those games where you can just kind of like zone and just like kill tons of enemies and podcast game, you know? Yeah. Or like a Netflix yeah. kind of game. Totally. If I want to watch a movie, it is a great game to watch a movie too. Yeah, I, I want to find a new one of those. I thought I had found one, which we don't have time for today. We'll talk about it next time. But I don't think it's for me. We'll see. I want to bring back a segment for, for five minutes here. Maybe less before we go for today. I don't know if you guys remember, but I we had tried a while ago a silly, non-interesting version of this. And Michael thought of a better version of this. So I'm going to bust out a box that I haven't looked at in a while called the movie buff quiz, which was things like Will Ferrell stars in which 2003 Christmas movie elf. Right. Everybody knew the answer to that one, right? Uh, you could have, you could have had multiple choice. We did this a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, you thought of a better version of this. Is this the wrong answers only? Wrong answers only. <laughs> I wanted to try it and see what we would come up with. So, so wrong answers only. The spacecraft Nostromo appears in which movie? That's the one from Alien, if you didn't know. <laughs> I had to think for a second. I was worried I was going to say the right one. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Oh, you stole my answer. <laughs> I was going to say the core. It's going to, the um, core. That's a good one. There's another really good answer for this one, Michael. Come on. Uh, Interstellar. Oh, Interstellar is actually on this sheet. Oh, is it? Answer. Yeah. If you you lose the game, if it's on this sheet, <laughs> I was gonna say Vent Horizon. Oh yeah. Oh man. Good. Okay, so that's 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 how the game is played. Liberate you, you lose. Ex in fairness, <laughs> you lose. Moonfall. I'm gonna block. I'm gonna block the answers, uh, so I can't see what's on the sheet, but. Uh, if it's on the sheet, you lose, okay? Okay. What Scottish historical figure does Mel Gibson play in Braveheart? Sean Connery. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Rob Roy. I don't even know any other Scottish historical <laughs> figures. <laughs> you gotta go faster. That's the point of the game now. I know. Man, I just got owned. <laughs> Prince John. Okay. On the sheet... Oh, no, Rob Roy was on the sheet. Damn uh. it. All right, JJ, as the last player left in the game, if you can make it through one more without hitting the sheet, you you win. Who plays the junior member of staff in The Devil Wears Prada? Cruella this one you may not know the real answer to, so you might get it wrong. <laughs> I'm going to say Amy Adams. I'm going to go with Polly Shore. Oh, dang. Damn. That's a way better answer. I should have gone with Rob Schneider. <laughs> you can still do it. Also, you know, you know it won't be on the sheet. 
Oh, I lost again. Amy Adams is on the show. <laughs> I was going to say, Andrew, you're a fool for naming Amy Adams, who may have potentially been in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. She, no, she was not in the movie. It was Anne Hathaway, uh, who was the character. Oh, man. So I lost twice. Oh, that's a way better version of this, Michael. Yeah, this is definitely more entertaining. Okay, so we'll do that again next time. And if people hated that segment, JJ, where should they complain? Uh, Other than the dumpster. I was going to say they could send those complaints to trash can at your computer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. Wrong answers only. Yeah, wrong answers only. Wrong answers only. That's true. Uh, But yeah, if you want to send constructive feedback to us, you can send it at podcast at weavergamers.com. You can find this podcast on all good podcasting platforms and drop us a review and leave some comments on there. It'd be helpful. We're also on YouTube where you can see the uh, glorious playlists and listen to us with beautiful visuals. Uh, subscribing to that channel would help us out also. And we're uh, on social CGP. media all over the place. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, once I build that computer, maybe they'll be more beautifuler. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And follow us on social media all over the place at We Were Gamers. Apparently, coming soon, pictures of Andrew's sweet new computer. Yeah. Soon TM. I mean, Thanksgiving is on. We should announce here we were uh, gamers at the time. last minute. What? <laughs> at the last minute of this podcast. Uh, that Thanksgiving in the U.S. is next week. And so we're going to take a week off. Relax. Be with our families, etc. And we'll be back. Even in November, because the way the calendar works out this year, uh, we'll be back at the, the following week. No problem. Right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Until then, everybody have a good holiday, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you on the flip side. Pa- There's a Polly Shore for you right there. See you, Space Cowboy. Oh, is that going to be out by the time we talk again? It comes out this week. Friday. Oh, dude. Yeah, how are we not going to have a podcast? Just gives us more time to watch episodes. I was going to say, we'll need more time to watch it, so. That's true. That's true. I wonder how long it is. Oh, we'll find out. Future Us will know. I just looked out the window, you guys, for the first time since we started, and the marine layer is so thick I can barely see across the oh, street. Really? Where'd that come from? I have no idea. It was clear when I sat down. All right, I gotta go. All right. Uh, Michael, don't get killed out there. That sounds scary. Fortunately, I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs>